We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It's September 4th. It's 2020. And we have nine baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. That is not a mess, mess up or mix up. There's nine games on a Friday. Well, we were just talking about it. And, um, you know, this is the sweet spot to me. Eight to ten games. Love this um, amount of games. And, um, you know, I guess I should give you your proper introduction. It's my buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. Another day, another dollar. NBA playoffs are progressing. MLB season is in full swing, and that is in the literal sense as well as the figurative sense. And uh, like you said, man, we got a nice little nine-game slate to talk about. Uh, I'm ready to roll, man. I'm excited. Yeah. um, Man, I – again, I just – I love me some um, nine games, like eight to ten, and on a Friday? Like on a Friday? A nine-game slate on a Friday, um, that's just fantastic. So we do have a lot to talk about, and we're going to get into all this good stuff and have some fun with it and stuff like that. Um, But before we do, Underdog Fantasy recently launched with a $1 million best ball tournament. If you haven't tried Underdog yet, use promo code GRINDERS after depositing. There are no bonuses available on Underdog, but you'll be entered into a random drawing for Roto-Grinders Core 4 five-day passes and Roto-Grinders Underdog T-shirts. Reminder, the promo code Scream comes up after you deposit. Use Grinders. Help us out. Help the podcast. Support the morning grind. This is free podcast. Like, we're breaking it down, giving you guys a first look at the pod or the slates. And um, today, we're getting started with uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Cincinnati Reds. We got uh, Cody Ponce against Trevor Bauer. Any interest here in uh, good old Cody Ponce? Uh, it's going to be a negative, I, I think. Don't think I'm going to be investing in him at all. Yeah, like this is not like – Is this going to be on the slate? 
Oh, is it not on the slate? Oh, it's a doubleheader. That's right. Oh, man. Yeah. I was so excited to play Trevor Bauer. I can't lie. Um, oh, yeah. Trevor Bauer would have been the hotness for this slate. My bad. Had- I forgot that they were playing a doubleheader um, because it's of the It's all COVID good, stuff. my dude. So, yeah, because Castillo was pitching the first game, and I was like, oh, oh, that's a sweet spot, too. So, anyway, all right. Well, all right. 0 for 1. So, let's go. Let's go. Um, Atlanta, no, that's a doubleheader too, right? Yes, it is. That's why it's only nine games. There's no games on the slate. Because uh, <laughs> Boston, Boston, Toronto is not on the slate either. Um, oh. All right, this one is Milwaukee, Cleveland, Corbin Burns, Carlos Carrasco. Um, man, these slates, these doubleheaders and this stuff is, is messing with us, my friend. It's messing with us. Um, I just got three gray hairs in the last 20 seconds. So um, <laughs> let's talk Corbin Burns. Any interest in him going up against um, the Cleveland Indians? Uh, I think it's going to be a pass. I, I don't think he's necessary. I mean, look, I, you know, I don't mind, you know, dipping in that lower register for pitchers from time to time, but I think he's just going to be okay. Now we saw him dominate Pittsburgh's last start, but you know, this is your mama's Pittsburgh. This is the Cleveland Indians. So, I, I he's not going to be at the top of my list. Like, if he's a last piece in, I don't hate it. But overall, I, I don't think I'm going to have too much Corbin Burns. Pittsburgh's bad. Um, Cleveland's getting better. So, like, it's a completely different matchup. I agree with you on that. Um, you know, you, you have to kind of respect that. And, you know, on the other side of this game, you have Carrasco. And – Carrasco's 10-2. He's expensive, but he's facing one of the worst offenses in baseball. And I know, like, all right, this is like a speech I I feel like I can give all week this week, but I I know we've played plenty of pitchers against Milwaukee and Detroit this week, and it seems like it hasn't really worked out. But that doesn't stop me, Will. I'm not going to stop. Like, I I look up and down, like, this Milwaukee team, and there's just nobody that stands out to me outside of Yelich and maybe Gamble. But, like, even these guys have 30% K rates against righties this season. Like, this is a spot you have to like Carrasco. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, he, Carrasco, in my opinion, is probably borderline going to be close to my, my top play on the slate, uh, especially, you know, when you've got Darvish. And I think Darvish has seemingly been more safe. I, I do feel like he's been a better pitcher overall. But, uh, you know, I, I got to hop over to my site on FanDuel here. That's a massive discount. Uh, between Darvish and Carrasco on, on FanDuel, pretty much two grand. Uh, he Carrasco's probably going to be a lot higher owned on FanDuel than DK, but I, I still like him on both sides. I'd still be willing to roll him out on DK as well. Listen, it, it's between Darvish and Carrasco. I think Bundy can be in the conversation as far as tournaments go because yeah. nobody's going to want to play him against Houston. Um, and, and like you can potentially put Flaherty in the conversation as well. And we'll do that when we get to that Cubs game. We're going to talk a lot of pitching in that game. Um, but yeah, like overall here, you know, I think Crasco is a top three pitcher on this slate and he's priced like it, but the discount you're talking about on Fandle, that's huge. Um, as far as like the Milwaukee bats go, Will, like, Yelich is a one-off. Like, he put up 30 fantasy points the other day on FanDuel and didn't have a hit. So, like, he's still Christian Yelich. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't ever mind Yelich as a one-off. But in terms of, you know, overall this team, I mean, you you know, this is going to be a massive fade spot. Uh, I don't hate it. Look, you know, we talked about playing Jay Bruce against Max Scherzer yesterday or the day before or whatever it was. And, you know, Bruce obviously went yard. And it's just kind of the same concept. 
you can take Yelich against any starting pitcher, uh, and he can still get you the return that you need. So I don't hate that call at all. Uh, the Cleveland side, ah, like, I don't hate Cleveland. I do. Like, I, I've been talking about the last couple of days. I feel like this team overall um, is getting better. Um, like, Burns, he's sitting with an ISO under 110 to both sides. He has some strikeout stuff. Um, I probably don't stack Cleveland here. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I don't think so. Like I, and, and I don't hate Burns. I just – I just feel like Cleveland's better than Pittsburgh, and along with most people. So you know, I I do think uh, Lindor starting to heat up at the plate. I, I think yeah. you consider him at at shortstop, um, and what is typically not the strongest position. I don't hate that, um, and I don't ever mind Jose Ramirez. But I think those would kind of be my one-off plays against Burns here. Phillies and Mets, Jake Arrieta, Rick Porcello. Um, any interest here in Jake Arrieta? Well, first of all, how about a tale of two pitchers, two pitchers that a couple years ago were, you know, <laughs> in, in the side Young discussion. But I remember, you know, Cubs, Jake Arrieta. And, I mean, man, he was mowing guys down. I think that was 20 – this is 2020. Had to be around 2016, 2017. And now this guy is just falling off a cliff in terms of his strikeout upside. I'm not going to have any Jake Arrieta on this slate. Yeah, like the matchup is not great for him. If you look at his numbers on the season, 383, um, like I guess if we want to just look at 2020, 480 Woba, 349 ISO to lefties, um, giving up a ton of fly balls. And like this game's in New York, so it's a little different. Um, I guess that was Eflin. Sorry, I was looking at Eflin's numbers. Arietta on the season, 344 Woba, 244 ISO to lefties, still not great. Uh, 15% K rate. So, like, he's facing Nemo, Conforto, Dom Smith, Cano, McNeil. Like, that that's five decent – five really good and five decent left-handed hitters. Like, I can't do it. Not with the strikeout rate sitting around 16% on the season. Um, but you nailed it. Like, these guys a couple years ago, we, we wouldn't be playing any bats in this game. Um, you know, you look at – Porcello on, you know, the other side of this game, and you got a guy that has been really good against lefties, but he has struggled mightily with righties. And you look at this lineup, you know, McCutcheon, Hoskins, Romuto, you know, Harper, it doesn't matter who the right-handed pitcher is. You always get the advantage to a, an elite hitter like Harper. Um, Porcello is another guy that's sitting around like 18%. Well, I just I, – I can't see playing either one of these guys. Yeah, and I mean, you know, yeah, you say, well, maybe the prices are okay. I I can't do it though, Steve. I, this is this is a pretty much a scratch off in terms of pitching for me, full full scratch. Yeah, like I don't think there's like a clear cut cheap option on this slate. Like I think um, Dane Dunning might be popular because he just put up 24 fantasy points against the same team he's facing. Um, there's some guys you can take shots on. I just. Save if I'm going to do that, like if I'm going to play Porcello or Arietta, just I'll go down to Dunning or like Kyle Cody or something like that, or one of these like really cheap guys, um, Newsome or somebody like that. Like if I'm just going to play those guys and not get any strikeouts, I might as well just go all the way down. There we go. Um, bats, bats in this game, Will. Um, the Phillies, I, I, I think you, you got to look at some of these righties. And if you're playing the righties, you got to look at um, Harper. Reese Hoskins is one of the hottest hitters in baseball right now. Um, the guy is just straight up mashing the baseball. 
I don't know if I'd go like full five man here, Will, but like if I was running like a three three two on FanDuel or you know doing like some three man stacks on DraftKings as well, I think that you could definitely play a three man stack of Philly. Yeah, man, for sure. And and honestly, most of the time I very rarely go five man. Ironically, so uh, the most I usually go is four. And I'm with you here. You know, I don't I don't want to leave Bryce Harper out, but especially if I decide to kind of stack this game. I, I want the Mets outfielders, I think, a little bit more than I want Harper just for the prices. But uh, you nailed it. McCutcheon, Hoskins, Real Muto. And even Gene Segura, man. I, I don't hate Gene Segura. guy that's not going to strike out a lot. It's going to get on base. Uh, has some steel, stolen base upside. Uh, and a lot of guys ahead of him should be on base. Has some huge RBI potential. I, I, I like Segura for, you know, for, for him being a little bit cheaper than some of these other guys we talked about. Yeah, like – you know, and a way to get contrarian on FanDuel is play JT Ramuto. Nobody plays catchers on FanDuel, usually, yeah. um, especially when they're over 3K. Uh, as far as the Mets go, like, I keep saying it, man. Robbie Cano is – he's crushing the baseball this season. Um, you got to give the – you got to give my man Robbie Cano some respect. Um, guy comes in and, like – you know, we're looking at a 241 um, ISO, 457 Woba, but 11% K rate, and he's hitting the ball 51.3% hard hit rate. Like, okay, Dom Smith, he's crushing righties this season. Like, I can get behind playing some lefty power bats against Arietta anytime. And, like, we're seeing all these guys under 35 on FanDuel. And, like, even on DraftKings, like, Conforto got priced up finally. But still, like, if you're doing a three or four man stack, it's still not like the most expensive stack on the slate either. Yeah, for sure, man. And I mean, I think this is one of my favorite platoon stacks on the day. I mean, I, I think if I'm playing Mets today, uh, you know, it may be a mistake. I, I, I honestly think I'd be leaving out Pete Alonzo. I think I'd be all over Nemo, Conforto, Smith, uh, McNeil. I think that's that's kind of where I would go. And then is is Guillermo? I, I can't. Is Guillermo a lefty? Is he a lefty as well? Because I feel like if he's a lefty, he might crack the lineup tomorrow. Because uh, they've kind of been playing him a little bit. Am I right on that, Steve? I haven't. I'm I, looking I it up. He is a lefty. I, I I think Guillermo cracks the lineup tomorrow. To be honest, I I, I think he's in there. And if he's in there, uh, that might be our cheap home run. Um, he's a righty. Sorry. Never mind. So he probably. Bad. At, at any rate, at any rate, uh, Nemo Conforto, Smith, Cano, McNeil, I, I think you fire these guys up. They've got a – I need to pull this roster up because they've got another guy. It's either him. It's not – if it's not Guillermo, there's another cheap guy out there uh, for, for the – Gil Ormi or whatever, Gil Ormi or something like that. Like he's the lefty that has a little bit of power that's um, on the bench. Did, yeah, that's it. Did he hit? Did he hit two home runs the other day? No, he. Had, I don't think he has a home run yet, but he's batting like over four hundred. God, who was that guy? He has he has a four sixty four woba against righties this season, but he had, he doesn't have a home run yet. Okay, so I don't know who um who you're thinking about. So, gosh, uh, that sucks. Hey, listen, Will. Like, we get it, buddy. Like, you've been playing NBA. You've been working seven days a week. You're you're coaching basketball. Like, I, I get it, buddy. You, you can't remember it all. It's okay. 
Yeah, I'm trying to they, buy. I was trying to buy you some. I know you were looking it up. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you know, this is bugging me, right? It's gonna, it's God. gonna drive you. No, it's gonna drive you crazy. It, it was Jimenez. That's who it was. Okay. Jimenez is the guy that, that bombed the other day. Jeez, he might. Jimenez might make the lineup. Anyway, I'm gonna keep him on on, on my list. But uh, if one of these guys break the lineup, I'm 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 full speed ahead with with either one. All right, um, Yankees Baltimore. That game's a doubleheader, so it won't be on the slate. So we're going to the White Sox and Royals. We got Dane Dunning against Brady Singer. Um, well, like, oh man, this guy's super cheap. You know, when we're looking at Dunning here, he's fifty eight hundred. He's pitched twice in the bigs, and he's faced Detroit and Kansas City. And um, <laughs> like he, he he pitched really well against Kansas City last time out. He threw seventy nine pitches, um, five innings, gave up zero hits, zero earned runs, one walk, and seven strikeouts. And they only let him go, um, you know, seventy nine pitches. So when I see that, I'm like, I'm instantly scared to like know what his leash is in general, um, because like. If he's throwing a no-hitter and they're going to pull him after five, are they really going to let him go deep here? But, you know, the XFIP supports the ERA. The strikeout rate, the swinging strike rate supports that. Um, it's two starts. It's 9.1 innings. Like, it's not a lot of sample, but it is Kansas City, and they are a beatable offense. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I, I feel like Dunning is probably – the de facto cheap pitcher on, on DK, especially, you know, we've already talked about Priscilla. We've talked about uh, Arietta. We're not going to – I don't think I would personally play them over Dunning today. Now, I may – you know, you know, I may try to get a, a, a like a Carrasco and then, you know, like a Corbin Burns type. I'm not I'm not gravitating towards Corbin Burns. But I think if you're going a little bit further down, I, I think Dunning is your guy here in this spot uh, against Kansas City. And that, that's just kind of where I am. Um, you know, the other, like the other county argument outside of like pitch count is, you know, obviously ownership and, um, they just saw him like, that's your other argument. Like they, you know, seeing a pitcher twice and in like five days, six days, um, you know, you, you definitely saw his stuff and like, he, he's a two pitch pony, um, throw sinker slider like and you know, he profiles really well against this team. So, um, Oh, man, it's it's tough not to like him, especially like you know, depending on like if Solaire's back or not. If he's not in the lineup, like he's dealing with a little bit of a back injury, like that's a huge downgrade to this lineup. So definitely gonna have to pay attention to this one. Um, and, and then like on the other side, you got Singer, who like his ERA is terrible. He's given up some home runs. He he's shown a little bit of strikeout upside. And he's a righty against the White Sox. So, you know, it's tough. Um, I just don't know if I, he's worth the risk on a nine-game slate. Yeah, I, I don't I don't feel like I'm going to go singer. But Dunning, I'm, I'm for sure interested in, I, especially if we can get him. I mean, if he can get to 80 to 85 pitches, I know that's just a few more. But to me, he, you know, that, that, that takes him maybe from – five innings to five and two thirds or something like that. Maybe picks up extra strikeout. I, I think for 5,800, I mean, I just think he's in play. Yeah. Like he's thrown five innings um, and every start that he's pitched, except for one, he just pitched against this team. It was, you know, the other side of this game that we were just talking about. Um, uh, I don't think I can do it on singer, but I could see if someone like ended up on him and he pitched well, I, I could see the reasoning why. Um, 
you know, strikeout rate's really good against righties. You know, if you look at the White Sox bats, like this guy's boomer bus. High ISO, high WOBA, really high strikeout rate. So you're going to get, you know, the range of outcomes are negative five to 20. Like it's anywhere in between there on Singer. So um, let's talk White Sox bats. I, I just got done saying it. Like this guy's a 236 ISO to righties. And, you know, we know how good Jimenez is. We know how good Abreu and E5 and these guys are against right-handed pitching. Like this is a boom-bust spot both ways. Yeah, man, I've got a little bit of affinity – in my heart for, for the White Sox. I mean, they pretty much almost helped me take down a tournament once this year. I, I was so close, Steve. He came in third, too. I mean, and, and that's why I hate these top-heavy tournaments. I mean, you know, first is 40, 50K, and third is like 5K. It was just terrible. But either way, they, they, they pretty much almost got me there. Uh, I'm, willing, I'm willing to roll them out here in this spot, man. You, you talked about an Anderson, uh, Abreu, who's just been hitting really well, Jimenez. Uh, you know, we got Luis Robert down here in the seven hole who's not going to get as much traction now. Uh, I, I like the righties. I also like the lefties. I mean, if they get the singer, we're going to get Kansas City bullpen. So, really, I think this team top to bottom, you know, even Nomar Mazar, if he's in the lineup down at eight hole, I just I, – I like this whole team top to bottom on this slate. I think this is a real sneaky spot for them to take down a tournament. My only problem with the White Sox is the pricing. The guys, like, that you're going to have to play a pitcher, like – Moncada's 56, Anderson's 55, Abreu's 54, Grandal's 51, Jimenez is 5K. Like, the five guys that you want to stack, like, unless you play, like, E5, who's 43, like, you're you're not getting a cheap stack here. So, if they do not hit, like, three or four home runs and, like, go off in this game, you're not winning a tournament with the White Sox. Well, like I said, I think you get it done with Dunny, And I do like Nomar Mazar today, for, for what it's worth. Okay. So, like, if yeah. I'm playing White Sox, Mazar is in there today for sure. Well, like, you could also play them a lot cheaper on FanDuel, uh, the White Sox. Yeah. Is, like, they're way cheaper on FanDuel. So, like, if you're interested in the White Sox, um, maybe on FanDuel. But ownership-wise, it'll be a lot lower on DraftKings just because of the price. And then on the Kansas City side of things, if Solaire is out again, like, Dozier's prices come up. O'Hearn is kind of in that, like, range where it's like, eh, like – I don't see using a lot of these guys outside of maybe building a hedge stack if I go all in on Dunning. Yeah, and I don't even know if I want to do that, but I totally get it for the pricing. But uh, I think Kansas City is going to be a pass for me today on this slate. I just I think I'm just going to hit that button on that whole team. Support for Roto-Grinders Morning Grind is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience because, honestly, no one wants an issue. No one wants to hurt their balls. Let's be honest. You don't want to be trimming your balls and hurt them or cut them or anything like that. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. And one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. 
They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you are listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code AMGRIND at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code AMGRIND at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use our code. Help out the podcast. We appreciate it. AMGRIND. St. Louis at Chicago taking on the Cubbies. Um, Obviously, we'll have to check on wind on this one. We're recording really early um, Thursday night, Um, so we we don't have any kind of idea of what the wind's going to look like on this one. Assuming that we have okay wind, will um, we have Flaherty and Darvish who set up to be two of the better pitchers on the slate? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think more people are going to probably gravitate towards Darvish, but I mean, listen, I, I, I'm more than happy to take the <laughs> discount with with Flaherty. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm I'm full steam ahead. Look, the Cubs have started to score runs recently. You know, they were in Pittsburgh. You know, and and just really racking up the runs feels like every day. Maybe they come back down to earth now, but I, I've for sure got interest in Flaherty. Uh, you know, K rate still there. I, I think he's going to be a fine play. Yeah, um, I just looked at the wind, and it's like ten miles an hour across the field. So obviously, we'll have to change, like check it. That like won't affect either pitcher. So assuming that's the case, as far as like Darvish goes, he's probably the safest pitcher on the slate. Like he has put up at least 22 fantasy points in every start except for his first start of the season. So um, he's pitched really well. He's pitched at least six innings in every start except for that first start. He's going over 100 pitches, it seems like, on a consistent basis right now. He's the guy you're paying up for in cash games. There's no reason not to unless the wind is a factor and stuff like that. Like, you know, on FanDuel, you can make an argument for Carrasco because of the price difference. Um, Like, Obviously, we'll have to see if, like, any cheap bats open up. But, like, 11-2 is still not, like, 12-2 or 13-K. You still get about thirteen or 3,000 per hitter. There's usually a couple cheap guys on FanDuel. So, you can make an argument for Darvish over there as well. Um, Flaherty here, like, you know, we'll obviously have to see, like, if Ian Happ is going to be in the lineup. He's a little banged up right now. He's actually been hitting the ball um, really well this season. Like, he's a table setter for this team right now. So, I think it's a boom-bust spot for Flaherty. I'm more on Darvish right here. I think a lot of people are going to be more on Darvish here. So, like, Flaherty will be all about, like, ownership and what the lineup looks like for the Cubs. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I still like him. Uh, I just think for the from an ownership perspective, I just feel like he's not going to be as high-owned as, say, Carrasco and, Darv- and Darvish. So, for, for me, with Flaherty – I think he's got the upside, but it's also an ownership play for him. I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to have the ownership as these other two guys. Fair enough. Um, any bats from the Cardinals that you like here against Darvish? Nope. I'm just going to X them all out. Like, I'll stack them if the wind is okay. But outside of that, like, I'll pass. Um, and then, like, on the other side, the Cubs, like, there's a good chance. Like, I, I think, like, you can always play, like, Rizzo, Baez, Schwarber, Bryant, any of those guys, if if Hap is back, like any of those guys are always in play. But like if Hap's out, the bottom half of this lineup will look really bad on paper. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I said, man, I I I like uh, I, I like Flaherty a lot 
on on this slate today. Uh, you know, I think I think he's got strikeout upside. You know, with Baez, you know, with with Contreras, you know, you know Cameron Maben if he's in the lineup. I think he's got strikeout upside with Bryant. You know, the one guy that I, you know I love from the Cubs is Rizzo, just because I feel like, you know, barely strikes out, and Bryant hasn't been striking out as much this year. But you know, I I still think Flaherty's and a lot better than righties. Uh, pretty much better to righties than lefties, you know, by a slight margin. So still, I, Flaherty's probably one of my favorite pitchers on the, on the board. I know I keep saying that, but I, I like him a lot too. Um, yeah, like again, I just don't think this is going to be okay. So, um, Astros Angels, Lance McCullers, Dylan Bundy. Um, man, like, well, obviously, like. You know, the Angels, Fletcher went down, um, got put on the I.L., dealing with a little bit of an ankle injury. And while that doesn't seem like a lot, like it actually makes a huge difference because, like, you're going from, like, Fletcher, who doesn't strike out. Like, the dude has a 12% K rate. Um, um, Barreto was in the lineup today. And, like, this is a guy, very small sample size, but has, like, a 44% K rate. It's a huge difference. Um you know, obviously you have Trout, you have Rendon, Justin Upton's hitting the ball better, Otani always has upside, but, like, once you get past those, like, four guys, um, the the Angels lineup isn't great. On a nine-game slate, Will, can you take a shot on McCullers here at 8,400? I, I don't hate it. Uh, you know, I think – and that's what I'm saying. If, if you feel comfortable about – like, we, we, we saw, you know, he had a pretty good outing against Oakland, did not have such a good outing against – uh, San Diego had an okay outing against Seattle, pretty good outing against uh, San Francisco, terrible outing against Arizona, uh, good outing against Seattle, really rough outing against LA. I'm kind of trying to give him a pass in a little bit of this earlier uh, part of the season, just because I know he was probably just trying to get back into shape. And, you know, you look at the starting at San Diego, they were just destroying everybody. I, I don't hate McCullers here. I feel like he's one of those mid-range guys. If I don't go all the way down to Dunning, now if I'm trying to get to the White Sox, I'm going to Dunning. There's no question about it. But, you know, if I'm kind of going to go in the mid-tier here, I, I feel like McCullers is going to be okay. I think he's worth a shot in large field tournaments. Um, yes, yes. Tournaments only. Tournaments only. Wouldn't play him in cash at all. No, 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 no. You're, you're probably going Darvish, like – Man, I don't know if you can go double barrel today. Maybe Darvish and like go all the way down to like Dunning. Um, I don't know. We'll have to. I think that's kind of where I would be at like first look. But you know, I'm a little bit crazier about taking risks with pitchers. So uh, Dylan Bundy on the other side here. Um, it sounds like we're not going to have like Jose Altuve. Um, he's banged up right now. He was going for MRI on on Friday, so which is today. Um, so like he is potentially not in this game. You know, we know that Alvarez is out. Um, like Bregman's getting close, but I don't think he'll be back for this game. So like, can you make an argument on the other side, you know, for the same reason, like this could be a, a kind of watered down lineup. Can you make an interest, like an interest in here in Bundy, but like, it's just a huge price you're paying. And and that's what I was going to say, Stevie. How do you feel about this price tag? I mean, I, that that's my concern. It's just you know you want to play Bundy or do you want to play Carrasco? Do you want to play you Darvish? Like I'm I'm going to side with those guys for the price. I mean I probably even side with McCullers. Like how do you feel about this price tag? I can't do it. Like 
like I, I can't do it. I haven't looked on I haven't looked on Yahoo. Um, you can play them on Fanduel eighty seven hundred. Like if you want to take a shot in tournaments over there. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and he's not going to get any ownership on Fanduel because you have Carrasco in that same price range. Um, so like he's not going to get any ownership over there. So. And with I can't him and McCullers it. having a $300 difference on FanDuel, I would absolutely side with Bundy. Let me be clear on that. FanDuel, right. $300 difference, I'm going with Bundy. But, like, here's the thing, like, on Bundy, if he, if he is 8-5 or something, priced for the matchup, like, I'm, I'm rolling the dice. 10-4? Nine-game slate? Ah, man, like he is, he's fourth for me out of the top four. Like if I'm considering price, like I'm taking the cheaper, you know, Carrasco and Flaherty before I'm taking Bundy here. So, Absolutely. and it's not, it's not anything to do with like Bundy in general. I think he's pitching great this season, but 10-4 is a really tough ask against um, this offense. So, and I will say like, even though the Astros haven't been like pounding the ball this season, like their strikeout rates, Springer's still under twenty percent. Brantley's around thirteen percent. Gary L's around sixteen percent. Reddick's sitting at like eighteen percent. So like, they're still not striking out at like massive clips. Um, obviously, we'll have to see like if Altuve's in there. If he's not, it could be like Mayfield who strikes out a ton. Molinado strikes out a ton. Um, so like, you know, the lineup could be a much better lineup for him. This is one of those things like it's really hard to talk about the night before because you're really going to have to see what the lineup looks like, but you have to consider the price. Like he's just so expensive. Um, Will outside of like Brantley, Tucker, Trout, I really don't have a lot of interest in bats in this game. Yeah. And, and as long as they're going to keep Brantley cheaper, I'm just going to keep playing them. I mean, that, that's kind of how I feel about Brantley. Don't you Stevie? He's just too good of a hitter. And he has been for – he's been doing this for, for years, years. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, he's not going to go out and hit you home runs every day, but this is a guy that can consistently put up double-digit fantasy points without hitting home runs because he just consistently hits. And I want guys to hit the baseball. You know, that's kind of important to score in fantasy points. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So, I mean, look. I'm just going to keep playing him. I, I, don't, I don't understand what's going on here. Like you said, for years, he did it in Cleveland. He did, just, just plug him in. He's like the ultimate one-off from Houston, not costing you much. He's probably going to get on base at least two or three times and probably get you some RBIs. I just I, – I, I like what's happening. Not sure why they keep dropping the ball here, but I'm just going to keep taking advantage of it. Listen, if you want to play Justin Upton at 2.2K, I'm not going to talk you off of it. Like I totally get it. Um, it. I'm not going to talk to you off of it. Like, you know, I I don't think it's the greatest play in the world, but you know, Lance McCullers, he does give up 50% hard contact to righties. So like, if you want to play Upton, who has been hitting the ball better lately, finally, um, he finally decided he wanted to show up in 2020. Um, (laughs) like, I don't know. I I think that 2.2 K is just too cheap for J up. Like we know how good J up is like, and guys slump all the time, and he just wasn't having the greatest start to the season. So, um, you know, hits in three of his last four games, a couple home runs here recently. Um, you know, 2.2K is ridiculously cheap. If he if he tags one at 2.2K, you're going to need him. Um, he's just too cheap. Yeah, for sure. With you oh, man, Rangers-Mariners. This one is um, a baseball game. Um, 
we have Kyle Cody against Lee Jim Newsom. Um, any interest here in uh, Kyle Cody? Oh, boy, Stevie. I mean, <laughs> both of these offenses are so terrible. And it's just and like, then, uh, uh, like, it's not even like Kyle Cody's a prospect. Like, he doesn't have a, a screaming fastball. He has decent breaking stuff. He's like prospect 25 in this organization. Um, I mean, do you think Cody dude, gets up to four innings? Like, if he my, can get to four innings, I'd play him. I don't, my, I don't think he's getting to four. But yeah, my biggest concern with him is, like, this dude's coming off injury. Like, we haven't seen him since 2018 in single A ball. Single A ball. Like, rookie single A ball. So, I I don't think they're they're going to kids gloves him. Um, and, like, that's my biggest concern with, like, playing Kyle Cody here is just, like, how, how much are they really going to let him go? Um, you know, are they going to let him go three? Are they going to increase him a little bit to like four or five innings? Five innings against Seattle, he could easily crush 5K. Um, I could crush 5K if I got five innings against them and I was pitching well. So, uh, man, I don't think he's the worst tournament option, but you have to understand all the risk of playing him. Um, you know, there's a ton of them, like pitch count being the number one thing coming off injury, not ever pitching above single A ball. This team already saw him once. Um, you know, you go to the other side and, like, Lee James Newsom, like, this kid showed a little bit of flash in the minors. Like, he started – this kid started, you know, high A ball last season, worked his way all the way up to triple A by the end of the season, progressing at every level with good stuff. And, like, he faces one of the worst offenses in baseball, but – how far are they going to let him go? Like they let him go 60. That's more than they let the other kid go on the other side. Um, is, does he get 75 here? Do they increase him to 15 pitches again? Like it's a possibility. Um, like this is a kid, this is a guy that's a full on starter, you know, in triple a and double a and stuff. So I, I would assume that he gets increased. Will like, I don't know. Like, eh. <laughs> It's baseball in 2020. No minor league baseball is making things very, very hard to figure out these prospects. Yeah, I mean, and see, that's kind of where I am. It's like both of these guys, really good matchups. Um, I I think I'd have a little bit more interest in, in, in Newsom right now, maybe over Cody. I mean, Newsom right now, if you just kind of look at the trend, the track record, just the trend, it looks like he might be on his way to five innings. Three innings right. the first game, four innings the second game. If he can get to five against Texas, I mean, he had pretty a pretty reasonable outing against the Padres in San Diego. I I think he's in consideration, especially if we're going all the way up to uh, to Darvish. And then, like I said, if we want to get an expensive White Sox or get some expensive Dodgers or something like that, I I think it could work out. I mean, he put up 13 fantasy points. If he goes five innings against Texas – uh, gives up a run, a hit or two, picks up five strikeouts. I mean, he's going to be around 15, 16 fantasy points. I, I think we're in business. So I, I don't hate, I don't hate Newsom today. And he's cheap. I, yeah, I think he is is just realistically one of few pivots off of a potential chalky Dunning. I like Dunning more. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But like, if we if we see like. 25 compared to like five like all right percentage wise ownership wise all right i'm interested it's texas like 
uh, this is a broken record for me. Like Texas bottom five in WOBA, WRC plus, um, their ISO numbers are coming up finally, but like they're still striking out as a team at like 25% clip. Like it's Texas. This team has struggled this season. Um, this game's in Seattle. It's not the worst pitchers ballpark. Like, Oh, but like, all right, well, we, we kind of made semi arguments for these pitchers, but let's talk about these bats. Like we get two young pitchers on the Hill that are a huge question mark as far as like how deep they're going to go. The, the other argument on this is like, you could stack both of these teams. I know both of these teams, neither one of these teams are going to be like, Oh, I love it. Um, love it. But Lewis is 5,100 and Seager is 46. Everybody else from this game is under 4,500. I'm not saying you have to five-man stack these teams, but they make for interesting, you know, secondary stacks here. I mean, I think for me, if I'm going to do that, I'm probably going home run hunting with these guys. I just – That's fine too. And and the only reason why I, – I just don't know if they can string together enough runs consecutively – to get me where I want to go. But obviously, you know, we know Gallo can send one. We know Seager can send one. Uh, I actually don't hate J.P. Crawford at the top of the lineup, but overall I'm, I'm probably going to one-off this game over a stack. That's probably the direction I'm going. Sure. Like, I hate the fact that we got to play, like, Derek Dietrich at first base because, um, like, I love, like, a potential Derek Dietrich home run at 2.9K. Um, like, that seems great. But, like, Chu is 2.3k. Shinsho Chu is 2.3k. Um, I know we just made an argument for like Newsom. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. just it's just crazy. Like Marma Logis. I know I, I pronounced his name wrong. I know I usually will look it up before we get going. I think going. it's Marmalejos. Let's go. Hey, look Let's at that, with- my man, my man. Um, 2.1k. Like you could play him in the outfield. 2.1k. Like. Give, give me these cheap guys. Uh, you know, I, I said there might not be a way you could double barrel. Like, we you play some it. of these guys, you got Darvish Carrasco. Um, right, like, there well, you go. Listen, and you just throw Michael Brantley in there, who's actually better than all these guys. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's crazy because, uh, you know, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you see that I'm wearing a Seattle Mariners shirt. It's a Vogelbach shirt, just so you guys know. Uh, Vogelbach's my guy. Um, and he's not even there anymore. I know. It's crazy. He's in Toronto. Like, <laughs> Still got to rep the Vogelbach shirt. You oh, can't stop. Um, so, yeah, I think you could look at some of these bats on the cheaper side of things. Uh, Rockies, Dodgers, Antonio Sensatella against Dustin May. Any interest here in Sensatella? Man, you know, you know, I like to take the uh, the Dodgers discount. Sensatella hasn't been as bad as we think this year, and that's that's the crazy part about it. Now, listen, you know, the last time they kind of destroyed him here. So I'm not saying I'm just going to be rolling out Sensatella, but he he's a guy that's kind of on my list, that that low upper 6K rate. I, I, I don't hate it. He's been okay. Like, I feel like if, if he's rolling, I can get 15 points out of him. He's not necessary. But if I want to go all the way up to Darvish and I want to have some pretty good offenses, he is on my list. Oh, he's not on mine. Um Give me these cheap young guys. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> like, they crushed him last time they faced they him did. because they all did. he throws is fastballs. You cannot do that against the Dodgers. You can't go in there and throw 55% fastballs against one of the best hitting teams in baseball. They're going to crush you. And guess what happened? They crushed him. They hit four home runs off of him. And, like, I know that they're dealing with a couple injuries right now. 
and he's been pitching good, but you can't go into L.A. again and just throw fastballs. If he throws in some junk, sure. But, listen, this is not a spot that I trust him at all. Um, I, I can't. I know he's 6,700, but, like, if he goes off, I'm going to lose. And I'm okay with that. I'm perfectly okay with that. Um, but, but look, here's, here's nope, my counter-argument. Nope, nope. No, I'm out, just kidding. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm uh, I'm listening. In, in, in the grand scheme of things, in terms of the cheap guys, you know I'm not playing – Porcello, you know I'm not playing Arietta. He's probably got more K upside and a longer lease than all of the cheap guys. That's all I'm saying. Like that, that's that's my argument. Listen, I and just I just we, gave we you I just gave you the road to Darvish and Carrasco. Um like we we're off those cheap guys now. Like Texas Seattle just opened like Andrus is two point three K. I forgot to mention him. Like you play Andros and Chu and um, one of the other cheaper bats that we talked. Like, <laughs> you don't need and these Michael guys. <laughs> like, you, you're stacking the Dodgers with Darvish and Carrasco. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how bad it is. Whoops. Um, listen, uh, Dustin May on the other side of this game. You know, we like to pick on the Rockies when they're on the road. Um, you know, it's, it's a common thing. It's been a common thing for years. My biggest issue with Dustin May is, like, it just doesn't seem like they're going to let him go over 90 pitches. He was pitching good against Texas last time out. Six-inning hit. He was at 80 pitches. You're done. And, and like, for me, at 8,700, Will, I think he's super talented. I cannot pay 8,700 for a pitcher that is not going to at least get the opportunity to touch 100 pitches. Exactly. Uh, X button. I don't have anything else to say about it. You hit the nail on the head. Um, bats in this game, any Rockies that you like here? Um, I mean, I, I always like to get a little bit of Daniel Murphy just because I feel like he doesn't strike out. Now, we're not seeing the home run upside like we did when, you know, he was with the Mets and with Washington, and maybe he'll get there, maybe he won't. Um, Trevor Story, it's just he, he's been great. Uh, you have to pay for him. I, I just feel like, you know, today might be the day I kind of spin up at shortstop to get a little bit different, you know, which story, um, I, I, I like him here. Never hate Trevor's story, that's for sure. Um, the Dodgers on the other side of this game, I know you you, you made your argument for Sensatella. I made my argument the dude throws too many fastballs. The Dodgers are a top stack on the slate for me. Um, if Sensatella pitches well, he pitches well. But, like, this is one of the best hitting teams in baseball against fastballs. Like, go – Look at batted ball data for these guys for the last two or three years against fastballs. They just – they mash them. And it's up and down throughout the entire lineup. There's no – like, that's my my concern, right? Like, there's just no weak spot against fastballs. Unless, like, Kiki's in there. And, you know, Kiki's 295 ISO might not be as good as others, but, like, that – that's, like, the weak spot. Like, None of these guys have a whiff rate over, like, 30%. They all have really high hard hit rates, really high ISOs. Like, they just mash fastballs. And, like, they added Mookie Betts in the offseason, and this dude mashes fastballs. So, I love the Dodgers here. Shocking. Um, I like the Dodgers on a, on a slate, Will. <laughs> well, look, I mean, I, I love the Dodgers as well. The thing about it is I, I, I feel like this is a spot we might be able to get away with both sides of this game. It's kind of like – you know, I'll go back to Zach Davies. You know, Zach Davies pitched well, and they still put up the runs. It's just, yeah. I, I, I think we can get away with it at the price. Now, if Cincinnati was like 8K, obviously 
there's no way I'd play him. It's, it's really just a price on Sensatella and knowing that the Dodgers are going to put up some runs. Uh, so, but, but obviously, man, I, I love the Dodgers in this spot as well. Oh, my boy, Hunter Dozier just hit a home run. 7% owned on a four-game slate on FanDuel. Um, anyway, Padres Athletics, Zach Davies, Jesus Lazardo. Any interest here in Davies? Man, listen, uh, I'm not going to play Davies now. Price is creeping up, but uh, just just going to be a pass. And, and he's been pitching well. Like, he's really been pitching well. But the price is up now. I don't have, you know, 6K Zach Davies anymore, so big X button. My biggest issue with Davies is he doesn't throw hard enough to beat Oakland. Um, you know, we, we've heard Kurt Deese talk about it on Grinders Live before. And, um, like, you just got to have high heat. And, like, this dude averages, like, 88 to 90 miles an hour. He just doesn't throw hard enough. Um, hey, Zeus Lazardo on the other side of this game. Um, my, my issue with Lazardo here is this team profiles really well against left-handed pitching. You know, Profar hits lefties well. Tatis hits lefties well. Machado hits lefties well. Even like Hosmer and a lefty-lefty, he hits lefties well. They added Nola. Myers got activated from the IL on Thursday. So you're telling me, like, these the first six guys all have ISOs over 200 and Woba's over 340. Like, I probably cannot do Jesus Lazardo here, even though I've played him a ton this season. This is just not the right spot. Yeah, not at all, man. I mean, full steam ahead with the Padres. They are letting me down big time on this slate. Uh, not as high-owned as I thought they would be on FanDuel. I got Tatis at 16%. Man, they are letting me down here against uh, Haney. But, listen, I'm going right back to the well against against Lazardo. I mean, they've they just been hitting so well. I, I'm, I'm full steam ahead. Yeah, it's like I, I'm making an argument about how bad they are against lefties and, like, they're getting um... – they're getting Andrew Heaney right now, that's for sure. Um, that's terrible. Like, I think you go right back to the well in some of these bats. Like, Tatis and Machado are super expensive. Um, so, you got to obviously be a little different with your stacks. Um, but, like, Nola's 4,500. He's in play. Uh, Profar at 3.2 is probably my favorite just because, like, how good he's been against lefties this season. They're oh, yes. on the road. He's probably going to hit leadoff, like – potentially getting five at-bats here. He doesn't strike out against lefties. He hits the ball in the air a lot. Like, he's too cheap. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. I think I think this is a really good spot for him. And I just like Profar in general. You know, you, you probably learned by now, Steve, I just like guys that aren't going to strike out that much. And so, you know, that's a big staple of my gameplay. And so, you know, he's, he's squarely on the list for me. Um, The other side, any interest in Oakland here? Oh boy, I mean I mean I know you've talked about it. I I feel like Zach Davies may be just good enough to beat them with a little bit of deception. And that that's just kind of the approach I'm gonna take. I think if I'm playing Oakland, I'm I'm going with the one off scenario. I don't think I'm full stacking Oakland. That's just me. Um probably no more than two Oakland bats. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm gonna end up. I don't see myself um I don't see myself going crazy here with these guys. Like, I just don't – this is the the right spot. The football season is less than 10 days away. It's actually – it's like less than seven days away. With the reigning champs set to take the field to kick off the season, there is no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. To celebrate week one of football season, DraftKings is putting you – in the center of the action with two shots at $1 million top prize. So get in on all the action now. 
Making it rain with DraftKings is easy. Draft your team, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, and so much more. On top of that amazing offer, DraftKings is giving away a share of up to $100 million in prizes to all users who enter their free football survivor pool. All you have to do is sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook, enter their survivor pool, and you'll instantly get a share of up to $100 million in giveaways. With all this cash up for grabs, there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings. Download the top-rated app, DraftKings Now, and use promo code GRIND to get a shot, a free shot, at a million-dollar top prize. And for a limited time, get your share of $100 million in prizes once you enter DraftKings' free survivor pool. That's promo code GRIND to get in on all of the action for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum $5 deposit required. Other terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. We finish it out with the Arizona Diamondbacks and the San Francisco Giants. we got Taylor Clark against Tyler Anderson. Any interest here in Taylor Clark? Nah, I think I'm going to pass on Clark in this spot. Uh, yeah, I think that – I don't think the Giants get enough respect um, just overall this they, season. They don't. Like, they don't. Taylor Clark has not pitched bad. Like, he has a 31% K rate against righties. He he generates a ton of ground balls against lefties. I don't think he is the worst play on this slate. And I, I think that says a little bit. Um, he's 4,800. So, like, you know, he just put up 22 against this team. Like, he his last start, 22. You give me 22 at 4.8K, I'm sailing, buddy. I'm sailing. Um, I think he's in play. Like I said, he, he's actually pitched really well against lefties, and, like, this is a lineup that's going to be filled with lefties in there. So, I don't hate him, but it's more of a price play. Um, I'm trying to get Absolutely. off Dunning. That's it. Like, that's the reason. Still like Dunning more. He doesn't pass the Dunning test. Um, Tyler Anderson on the other side of this game, you know, Tyler Anderson's not good. The Diamondbacks are not good against lefties. This is like – Oh, this game's going to end like three to two and just nothing's going to come out of this one. I, that's just how I feel, but I, I can't play Tyler Anderson. I know he just put up 32 against this team two starts ago, but this will be his third start against Arizona in a row. And in a row. That, in a oh, row. Man. Yep. In a row. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to play Anderson, especially. Do you see the price height they gave him in the last game? He was 9,700. I thought, what are they thinking? That, that, and that might have been a showdown slate, so I, I don't want to read into that too much. But, yeah, I'm not I, I'm not playing Tyler Anderson here. I don't think it's worth it. Um, bats in this game. Will, anything stand out to you for Arizona? Uh, I mean, look, in my opinion, Nick Ahmed is always in play, especially against Tyler Anderson. I definitely think he could send one out of the park. Um, you know, don't hate Ketel Marte, but overall, I mean, I just, this is just an uninspiring lineup, but I do really like Nick Ahmed and, you know, obviously he's not expensive. Oh yeah. I'd never hate Nick Ahmed against lefties. Um, LeCastro, if he bats lead off, he's 2.6 K. Um, I don't hate that. I, I don't hate like Escobar at 3.8 K. Um, yeah, that's kind of it, though. Um, I don't mind Nick Ahmed, though. And I guess, like, Andy Young. Like, if you want to make a cheap, like, secondary stack with Arizona, third time in a row he's going to be facing this team, uh, you know. And, and they, <laughs> they really touched him up last time they played him. So, 
Kelly's 2.5K, cheap catcher. You know how much I love cheap catchers. Um, so there you yeah. go. Giant side of things, like, Yaz is my favorite. He's 5.7K, though, and it's really tough to play him. You know, Belt and Dickerson, both under 4K. Don't hate those guys. Probably not stacking San Francisco here. Yeah, I, I'm not stacking them. I, I do think – I mean, this is another kind of one-off situation for me. You know, I've kind of got, you know, two or three teams on this on this spot, on this slate that I'm probably going to stack. And everybody else is – I'm probably going one-offs. And I do like the one-off scenario, like a Nick Ahmed on, on the San Francisco side. And then, you know, same thing from Yeah, same thing from Belt. Like, I kind of one-off them. I don't think I'd stack them too much. No more than two. Um, let's play the morning grind game and then we're going to get out of here. I hope everyone, you know, has an awesome weekend planned. Uh, give me a guy under 8K on DraftKings to uh, get six or more strikeouts on this slate. Oh man, under 8K. Listen, I'm, 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 I'm trying to avoid Dunning. And so I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with my guy. I'm going to, I'm going to go send teller just to get off Dunning. I do think Dunning's a slightly better play, but I'm going Sensatella. Listen, Will's going to give me Dunning. Fine. Um, I'll, thank you. Uh, I'll take Dunning. Uh, give me a guy over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Uh, honestly, I think I'm going Dustin May. I, I think if, if he doesn't get the innings he, or the pitch count, I don't know if he'll get there. Let's go Dustin May. I think he's the right answer. He'd be the first guy to cross off there just because um, pitch count alone. Um, I'm going to take Davies there. Uh, I think he's the biggest concern. Um, yeah, outside of him, I figured it was him or, him or uh, Bundy. Like, that, those were the next two for sure. Um, let's see. Looking at uh, home run over 4K, to, who do you got? We don't have cores, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of talked about this guy a little bit. Uh, he is a little bit more expensive than, than we, we, we want to go. Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm going to the White Sox. Uh, let's go Tim Anderson. I, 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 think, I think he's a home run waiting to happen in this spot. All right. I'm going Max Muncy. I know you like your boy Sensatella. Max Muncy has a 570 like X Woba and a 394 ISO against left or um, against fastballs um, over the last few years. Like, Again, uh, I get why you like Sensatella. He's he's shocked us all this season, but I just don't know if this is the right one. Um, he's gonna pitch a great game now, just to tilt me. Under four K to get two <laughs> hits, Will. Give me a guy under four K to get two hits. Man, we got a plethora of guys. <laughs> we uh, have a few. <laughs> Jesus, I'm I'm gonna stay in the White Sox game. I really like them today. I'm going no more Mazzara. I, I talked about him earlier. I, I think he's a good way to get off some of those expensive guys. I like that. Um, yeah, man, there's so many. I don't even know if this guy's going to be in the lineup or not, but uh, give me the top – one of the top prospects in baseball. Give me Galvin Lux um, for the Dodgers. He's 3.6K. Oh, yeah. um, give, me, give me a stack to score six or more runs, Will. Okay, not going to give you the White Sox. Everybody knows I, I, I like them a lot. I talked about two – I'm probably going to have two or three t- t- stacks – you guys know I'm going right back to the Mets. We talked about them leading off the pod. I love these Mets lefties. Going to be all over these guys against Arietta. Took my stack. Um, <laughs> well, I <laughs> took wasn't my trying guys. to. My bad. I wasn't trying to. I promise. I know. I was like, I'm going to get away with this one. Um, I 
Oh man, this it just sounds so dirty to say. Give me Seattle. Um, I don't think Kyle Cody goes deep. So there's some bad arms in that Texas bullpen. So I'm going to go Kyle Cody. Uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Can the Padres score some runs, please? <laughs> well, I hope you. I hope that happens for you. Um, that's going to wrap it up here for Friday. Hope everyone has an awesome weekend. Uh, we'll be back on Monday talking some more baseball. Good luck in your contests, and we'll see you then.